0: Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com.
1: Yes, sir. It was all a dream. From Brooklyn New Jersey, back to Tribeca, Manhattan, all five boroughs. And even out to Sacktown. Joining me right now is Eddie Gonzalez, the host of the Etcetera's podcast and Run It Back on FanDuel TV. You may know him on NBA Twitter as Bansky. What's up, Eddie? You're on the fan. What's
0: going on, man? How you living, bro? I see you out here, man.
1: I can't complain. I can't complain, Eddie. When you and I first linked, I think it was pandemic times. Uh, I remember I put together because I used to run a lot during the pandemic. Wasn't a lot to do. I saw you walking your dog. We we lived in the same neighborhood, and I put two and two together. I'm like, wait, this guy lives right down the street from me. Let me reach <laughs> out to him. And I did, and you were gracious, and you came on the Talking Nets podcast. And uh, you and I have been connected ever since. So how are you doing?
0: I'm good, man. I'm chilling. Obviously, life has been a little chaotic in the last few weeks, but it's calming down, man. I've been cool.
1: Chaotic with a capital K-D. exactly (laughs) hey we'll get that right out of the way i know you said you're you're heading to arizona this week tomorrow tuesday right so what do you got going on in arizona super bowl is over but uh the kevin durant saga for the phoenix suns will begin
0: yeah you know i literally just got off the phone with kevin just kind of plotting out what's going on this week i'm gonna fly out there tomorrow and uh hopefully get to see him play i don't know He, he doesn't know himself you know but uh hopefully get to see him play Friday. If not, you know, they'll be on the road and I imagine he comes back sometime soon, but yeah, just want to get out there, get acclimated, see how everybody's doing and, and you know, figure, figure out the vibes for so right now. It's been, like you said, chaotic, capital KD chaotic, but I mean, that's this business, that's the sport, and, and that's sports in general, right? Player movement is always the, it's always the spiciest conversation. So it, it is a little crazy seeing it from this close, you know, from from, this perspective, and and I met Kevin. He was already a Brooklyn net. So I haven't been around that before, and it, it it's a little insane. But uh, that is the nature of the business, and that's just that's just where it's at right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, you get to see it firsthand, and that's awesome because I know you're a fan. I remember when I had you on Talking Nets. We talked about the Sacramento Kings and how you rooted for them, being from Sacramento, and uh, you were obviously in NBA Twitter circles. That's how KD connected with you, and you came here. And you guys have set up the boardroom and 35 Ventures launched the office. You have a legit brand and business like the uh, flagpole is set up here in New York. You guys are going to open up an office in Arizona? You are going to make the boardroom 35 Ventures West?
0: <laughs> hey, man, who knows? But, I mean, you know, it's a great point and it's something. Look, I, I get it. Fans, they're always going to be a little skeptical and I think a lot of fans are a little wary of Kevin and, and me saying that, Hey, he was locked in and he thought he was going to finish his career here, but it's extremely beneficial for Kevin to be in New York, you know, for his brands, for his companies that are here. And, and for all the things he's built and all of the things he's done in the community and the situations he created and, and, you know, business relationships, you know, that's just not how it went, but we, we were definitely rooted here, you know, and he called, he said, he'll always feel like a New Yorker. And I know some people groaned at that and, but this the truth of it. I mean, his 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 manager and business partner is climbing. He's a native New Yorker, you know, and and the Knicks man on top of that. So th- this is th- this is where we saw all everything going, and and this is where the home base was. And you know, Kevin had moved closer to the arena and closer to the facility, and we were so settled into that routine of things and and really enjoyed it and like really having a great time this year and enjoying the challenges and. You know, the 12-game win streak was great, and it just all the things they were fixing and, and working on. And, um, you know, it's just unfortunate. And, and a lot of that stuff's out of his control. And, and he, I think it was a partnership and a, and, a, and a decision made between two partners, between the Nets and, and Joe Sy and, and Sean Marks and Kevin and, and, and his team as well. But, um, you know, he's on to the next. And I, I'm still here, still figuring out you know, if I'm going to be by Coastal or not. But, yeah, boardroom, 35 ventures, they remain in New York. And, you know, that'll be their permanent home. And if if there's room to do things out west, then then maybe there is. I know when I go out there, ideally we're going to shoot a podcast. But, look, last time I was certain we were shooting the podcast on a Monday, Kyrie Irving got traded on a Sunday.
1: So you never know. (laughs) You never know. (laughs) There's a lot to unpack there. So if you didn't catch that, there will be a new Etcetera's podcast coming up, we think with Eddie, with Kevin, and there's a lot of people waiting to hear that next podcast because I think the last one was January 30th, so folks want to hear more uh, from you guys talking about it and obviously get Katie's firsthand story of, of everything. It just gives us more insight. It's a great podcast. You guys do more than just talk basketball, but you know you also mentioned Ace, Rich Climbing. I feel like... Ace is a real, real, real New Yorker to the point where KD was kicking it with him for four years. Now KD's a New Yorker. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I I represent the fans. I'm a Nets fan. I know you're still going to be good at Barclays whenever you come through, whether it's courtside or in the suite. So I I speak to a ton of fans. And there was a lot of people that felt one way. And then when Kevin had his press conference in Phoenix, they felt another way. You know, they separated him and Kyrie. And that's something I was saying on Talking Nets. These guys are two different players. I know you want to make them a package deal, but, like, they don't know every single thing about each other. They don't, they're don't. they not in each other's business like that. And uh, I really do feel like when Kyrie requested to trade, it took everybody um, by shock. Like, it, everybody was like, wait, where did this come from? And I don't think Kevin had time to prepare. I was at the game where he came out and he sat on the sideline. And I think now that it's in the past, fans are able to understand business is business, and we also go back to the summer KD requested a trade in the summer before Kyrie. And I was at media day where they asked him point blank, why did he request the trade? And he answered it. And what I will say is I felt like he had time to, you know, uh, either plan or prepare his response, which was good. Like he, he answered the question in the right way where like Brooklyn Nets fans, I think have more ire towards Kyrie and not as much to Kevin. Kevin was hurt and that's tough. So we didn't get him to, you know, we didn't get to see him enough. But I think a lot of people do respect what Kevin did as far as helping us build this Nets world. Just his use of the phrase Nets world and hashtag #NetsWorld helped us build this Nets world. And I don't think that fans are going to look, uh, you know, too hard at what Kevin did here versus Kyrie. I think people look at them too differently. And that's okay. It's business. Something you said, you know, these guys, and I've alluded to it on air, these guys are looking at the whole league, the whole business of the league, their own personal business and uh excitement and, and and attention for for the league value and I'll I'll let you speak on that but I also want to get into some uh NBA All-Star conversation with you.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think I think you're dead on and I have talked about it on on my show on FanDuel TV run it back and you know I mentioned it and and again, you know, I don't know that every fan believe me or not, but I, from my vantage point, Kevin and Kyrie were weren't a package deal. And and, and look, you look into the summer Kyrie opted in on, I think, June 29th to his deal, and Kevin, you know, the, the news broke of Kevin the, next day. the very next day. <laughs> so, like, that tells you right there, like, it wasn't a package deal. I, I don't think the relationship is particularly strained, but yo, me and you are tight, but we've been busy with life, right? And and we our lives go in different ways and, yeah. and things like that. And that's just how it is. And if you look at Kevin and Kai, you know, in 2018, 2019, when they made that transition, Kyrie has since gotten married. He's had kids and he's, he's got so many things going on in his life. And it, you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist and say, Hey, these guys have just like naturally grown apart in in whatever way. So I I don't think it's any beef. I think the thing with both of them is they're very hyper aware of this business and, and the way they're exploited and, and things like that. And Kyrie's spoken about it before He's spoken about it on my podcast. He's spoken about it in many numerous places. So when he talked this weekend he said, Yo, it's a business decision. He hundred percent views it in that way. I think Kevin struggled with it. I watched him struggle with it in the summer and then and, and then again in the last few weeks of just, you know, he didn't want to let people down and he, he didn't he, he didn't wanna look like he was giving up on what they tried to do and all that stuff. Right. So I watched him struggle with it. I'm sure Kyrie did as well and you know, but at the end of the day, these guys are going to do what they feel is best for them. And, and I know it's frustrating. It's frustrating for me as a fan. Like, yo, I wish I could have seen more than 17 games of those three together with James Harden or whatever the number was of the two of them together. You know, everybody had illusions of grandeur when we got them. You were at the game when they were up 49 on the Bucks, and it was just like, yo, this is this is. The <laughs>
1: it new seems Super like a different world. Over. Seems like a different realm, a different universe. Okay. Exactly, almost so like we dreamed
0: things. it. Yeah, and so many things happened since then, and, and you know, it's that's sports. That's the way sports goes. You you have to play the games at the end of the day. So, um, you know, I think those guys are both hyper aware, and, and and Kyrie, you know, Kyrie especially, you know, he he completely understands. And you, you look at the stuff he's doing in his Nikes and and all of that, and and you know, if fans are disgruntled, I get it. You know, I get it. They 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 signed up for one experience and they get another. But I think. I think Nets fans, they should be excited about the future as well. They, they, they got great deals for both guys. I thought they got, you know, a haul for Kevin, and, and they have a decade of draft picks, and they have two great young wings they can build with. And I, I think the future is bright in Brooklyn. And, you know, I'll be honest. I think as a fan, when I watch the Raiders, you know, I'm, that's probably the, the team I'm closest to in that sense. I love, like, a low-stakes. Uh, just enjoyable experience because when the Raiders are good and I'm expecting them to be good and then they're not, like there's nothing more frustrating. But when I got like a scrappy Raiders team and they they, they hang with the Chiefs, it's like, all right, like we're all right. I'm not even mad you, at the loss. You'll, I, be, I, fine. I think more you'll be fine. You'll be
1: fine. Aaron Rodgers is gonna come out of this darkness and he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna pick up that black jersey and go to the black hole. You'll be fine next year. I'm ready
0: already <laughs> I, I i think my you know hey i think New York football is going to be doing well next year team so it's cool
1: i know kd loves 12 i know kd would would love to see him come to vegas and then your raiders are lit with aaron rodgers and Devontae adams
0: <laughs> Yeah, he wants them in washington so he'd probably hate it if he goes to
1: vegas <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to washington but let's keep it out west man you're going you're going to arizona i've only been to arizona one time and I always talk about it because that's when i have my audition from the, for the Fan Cave. They had spring training out there, and they had us audition for the Fan Cave almost exactly nine years ago. So while you're out there, go look around and find some spring training baseball. And uh, that's how i segue into the NBA All-Star. Uh, you, I actually ran into you at the Home Run Derby at Dodger yes, Stadium. Sir. Major League Baseball has changed the Home Run Derby for the better They've done so much around All-Star, and I think that Major League Baseball has the best All-Star weekend, All-Star game, and skills competitions. The NBA, for me, I I didn't watch a single second of it live. Uh, I talked already tonight about Carl Malone's presence. I I didn't understand that. Um, (laughs) Mac McClung, I've known about Mac since (laughs) he was a, a high school kid. But, like, now we're letting G-Leaguers win the NBA dunk contest. Go ahead and get all the viral sensation dunkers that can hoop. Bring them in, too, <laughs> if that's what we're going for. What were your thoughts watching the NBA All-Star this weekend?
0: First of all, I'm not going to let you be humble on the airways right now. I ran into Keith. Me and Kevin literally bumped into Keith walking out of, like, the most VIP section of Dodgers Stadium possible. Nah, and it wasn't, it, it, it wasn't it, even like that. <laughs> And he was he was there with his family. He was having a great time. He was the man. <laughs> that, that was honestly game the game. coolest
1: part because my <laughs> wife and my little sister got to see me interact with you, Katie. And you guys were with uh, a couple other a couple other people. Uh, I think Adam Harrington and uh, I'm blanking on a homie that played for my, the Nets for a little bit. Mike, we had Mike, Jam- Mike James. Mike us, a James was with like Mike James. Yeah. So it was. I mean, it was all love. And for like my wife and my sister, they were like. KD dapped you up like he knows you. I'm like, he knows me, but we never met before.
0: <laughs> well, now you have. But, no, look, you know, all-star weekend, I was thinking about it today. And, and honestly, it just comes down to the, the players got to care enough. And, and you know, we get a game like last night where it's just completely lackadaisical and everybody's, you know, half speed, if that. And, and guys are just there to just not get hurt. You know what I mean? Like, that was a concert. And they just so happen to be a basketball game, and it, it's frustrating as a fan. I, I hate it. It, it. you know, we all romanticize the All Star games of our childhood or whatever. But yo, if you if you bring up the '93 All Star game or the one All Star game, like those guys are getting after it. They weren't playing like Game Seven, uh, you, you know, energy, Game Seven intensity. But they were like, yo, they're getting in defensive stance. There's yeah. contact. There's fouling. Got like, something. It meant something. Who wins the game? You know. And it did mean something. And the players now, they, they just don't. It just doesn't mean as much to them. There there wasn't that intensity of the fourth quarter that we kind of look forward to. It was just – I think it's also a product of the way the game is played now. So it's one thing if these guys are half-heartedly going at it and then there's dunks. But these guys are half-heartedly going at it and then shooting from half court. It's like, yo, that's not fun after a while. And then we watch, you know, with the Elam ending they have or the Kobe ending or whatever they call it. The, the team Giannis had the score and yeah. so they just were chucking up half-court shots for like three minutes wasn't executed right, <laughs> it's not great and you guys are missing them you know what I mean? it's one <laughs> thing if you knock one down but all right you guys you've missed four like maybe let's play basketball again so it, it, it's on the players all this talk about yo make it worth five million dollars or what, what have you it doesn't matter they have a lot of money and, and yes that's a lot of money too but it's not about the money. It's about just professional pride of going and saying, yo, we really want this to be good basketball. And I just don't think they do. And that extends to Saturday night as well. And, you know, the clip of me and Kevin just kind of groaning at a G leaguer in the, in the dump contest went viral and was all over the place. But it's true. Like it is, it is a crazy look that a G league player got to play two NBA games in his career. Won the dunk contest, and he. But at the end of the day, he won it because he cared more. He right. said that he's working to get into the league so he could be in this dunk contest and win it. This was his dream. He just cared more, and 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 that's what it is. And you know, maybe we'll reach a place where the players care. But we there's no Steph in the game last night. There's no Kevin. There's no Giannis after after a play. There's no Zion. We missed out on a ton of guys, and and that hurts it as well. That hurts the allure of that. Even we didn't even get LeBron the second half. So it's 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 frustrating. that's really the only fix. They can tinker with it as much as they want, but if the guys show up on Sunday and they just don't care, we're gonna get a layup line like we got yesterday and, and it is what it
1: is. Yeah. I mean I've I played Kobe's little uh, you know, spiel about it on the Knuckleheads podcast and he talked about it and I'm like that those days are long gone where you're getting these matchups with these guys like Kobe with the Mamba mentality that are like, I'm not letting anybody show me up. I'm playing hard, like we're all gonna hoop out here. And uh, put on a show for these people. It's it's supposed to be the best pickup game in the world. It's not supposed to be one on one, and then uh, eight other guys standing on the side watching. Or you know, it's it's turned into something that I don't think the NBA even imagined it getting to this point. I don't think there's any way to go back. But it is what it is. The NBA will be better. I, I said this already. The NBA will be better after they finish the Indiana All Star next year, and they get to LA. I'll see you in LA. Uh, just like I saw you at the Major League Baseball All Star game, I'll be at the NBA All Star game when it hits uh, the house that Kobe built. Yeah,
0: it's look when you have players on both teams, when you have a head coach from one team, and I, I'd imagine Joe Mazzulu on the other side wasn't glowing about the game either. But when you have them all kind of universally saying, "Yeah, that was awful," it needs something needs to change. <laughs> and, and so maybe, yeah, maybe those guys come next year with some real energy, but. You know, you have somebody like Shay Gilchrist-Alexander who's just like, nah, that's what I'm bringing. It is what it is. I'm like, yo, th- this is this is not the all-star game of my childhood. It, it, yeah, maybe we need the Kobe man- mentality. I mean, again, we romanticize the idea of this game. We're getting the ten best players on the court, and they're going to be playing each other. And then it turns out to be something way different. But it can be somewhere in the middle. You know what I mean? It could be some energy in this game, some tension, some some. Somebody's got to lead
1: the way. I don't know. KD hasn't played in the last three all-star games. K, like, you can't be getting hurt. Right. It might the-
0: be him, man. He won MVP last time he played in it. It might be him. And You know, again, that's frustrating. We, we missed some of the biggest stars of the game in this game, and I think it hurt it. I think it hurt it. You know, congrats to Jason Tatum. He set a record for scoring, but – I don't think we're ever going to look back and, and, you know, we're not going to sit our grandkids on our lap and tell them about the 54 points Jason Tatum scored in the, in the no. shoot around game that we saw.
1: But you just <laughs> made me think of something, right? Talking about Kobe, Kobe disciples. Tatum is a Kobe disciple. He went out there and won MVP. Kyrie had some moments. I think he had 32, another Kobe disciple. Giannis practice and work with Kobe a little bit. I got a bone to pick with Giannis. I don't think either one of us are really Giannis guys. I just think he's super corny, right? they, they hand him the trophy, and he's a like, winner, winner, chicken dinner, and it goes viral because Bam is behind him like, bruh, like, what, what are you doing? What are you saying? And then I have a problem with this guy not actually being able to play in the game, right? We, we get all the information on his injury. He checks in the game, dunks the ball, checks out of the game. Man, give up that spot to somebody that could have actually played. You're speaking my language, man. And look, I understand a lot of the weekend was built
0: around him, so – you know, saying that, let's also fight back a little bit. But, yo, know, the NBA doesn't market Giannis. They had a competition on Saturday night for him and his brothers. They absolutely market
1: right, he Giannis. Was on the, like, he was please, mic'd up on the sideline in the celebrity game. I had enough of Giannis. The celebrity okay.
0: game. Like, like yo, know, let's, let's not say the NBA doesn't market Giannis. They, they absolutely do. Like, let's not say But I'm with you 100%. I said it as soon as it happened. Because I was shocked he was playing. I, if he didn't participate – in the skills contest, I was like, oh, you know, whatever, maybe he passed on it. But then he came in the game. He got the one lazy dunk that everybody let him get. It was get, a stunt, and, and it was a corny I, stunt. Yo, I know. Look, Keith, I know you're a Nets fan, and I know these aren't your guys. But like Jalen Brunson, <laughs> give Jalen Brunson that spot. He, he deserved to be in the All Star game. Already said it. Like
1: Brunson should have been in. if, Gian, if Giannis can't time. actually play, let that let that honor be bestowed on somebody as a reserve that deserved to be there and that would love to take the trip. Like Jalen Brunson.
0: Exactly. And he might not get the chance again. You know what I mean? Like, who knows how his career pans out from here. But it, 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 get that up. I understand. I, I'll give them a little bit. It was Team Giannis. They have to do the draft with him. They have to. Go, so I promise you, though, they could have figured out a, a workaround. He could have just been the captain. You know, he could have just picked the team and had somebody step in and, and whatever. They could have brought somebody else. And they had noticed. They had a few days' notice to figure it out. So, yeah, I was frustrated. Look, I like Giannis. I think He's one of the most productive players we've ever seen in the history of this game. I respect how hard he works and, and, and how his motor on the court and all that stuff. I don't want to like completely diss him. But I do kind of like side eye the personality stuff a little bit. I do think it's a little artificial. Yeah. Every time I say this, Bucks fans find me and they cuss me out. And nah, I, I got bad. you.
1: I, I've got a, a, a long history with these Bucks fans. He's corny, man. He's an NBA darling, though, an international darling, the Greek freak. They always play into. His stuff. Oh, this guy doesn't know how to pick the team. He picks Ja Morant. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Hey, pay attention. <laughs> pay attention. <laughs> You're not even playing. You're the captain. You, you should at least know how to do that, right? Yeah, you know, after they told us he had this whole draft book he put together, he picks a guy that's not on the stage, not
0: eligible. It's like, all right, bro. Like, what are what are we doing here? But that's Giannis, and that's that's what's working for him, and, and that's cool. And he's a champion, and I respect him being a champion at two-time MVP. But, yeah, sometimes I just don't want the theatrics and the pageantry of the game. And, and, you know, again, going back to the original point, let somebody else get that spot. You know you're not playing in the game. You knew that three, four days ago. Let somebody else get that spot, somebody who deserved it as well. And, and look, we know you were an all-star. But let somebody else play in that game, and and it it was frustrating to watch
1: for sure. Well, it's over, and we look forward to the NBA resuming on Friday, bro. Have a safe trip getting to Arizona and setting up out there. You guys keep – your world domination going thirty five ventures boardroom the et ceteras run it back on FanDuel TV man I'm proud to know you be a friend of yours tell your family and your kids and your wife I say hello and keep doing it bro you you you've crushed it in these last couple years and I know there's more out there for you KD uh, Ace and and the whole crew and one day you gotta invite me I know we talked about it but you gotta invite me to the New York office I'd like to see the digs. Uh, Shout out to Pooch too. I've had to, I've tried to have Pooch on, but we, you know, we got a middleman in between Pooch and I. But Pooch is the homie too, so I, I got to come <laughs> nah, to the New York office and break bread with you guys.
0: Let's make it happen, man. And look, same for you. Congrats on all the, on all the success and and everything you have going on. I, I I love when I turn on my TV and I see you, and I did, was not expected to see you, so. Congrats on all that and 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 let's catch a Yankee game, man. You know I'm a you yeah. know I'm a surrogate Yankee fan, so let's catch a yeah, Yankee you, game.
1: Yeah, you you know. Send me that text when you're eyeing a game and uh we'll be right in there at Yankee <laughs> Stadium. That's that's my territory. I hold that down.
0: I gotta come out there in the bleachers next time, man. I gotta I, I, stop being so blue. Nah, I don't know. We gotta keep you in
1: legends, hundred level. I don't know if you're ready to step <laughs> out into two oh three. Nah, we'll get it done. Eddie, I appreciate you, bro. Thanks for calling in.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, that's Eddie Gonzalez, host of the Etceteras podcast. Also, run it back on FanDuel TV. He's an NBA guy, in NBA Twitter. I think everybody knows this guy at Bang Bansky, and he's Katie's right hand man. He's he's been a, a solid friend for me. He he gave me some advice when I was going through something. I feel like in like the pandemic, maybe 2020 or 2021, I hit him up. Just for 30 minutes on a uh, a Zoom call, I was really going through just some nonsense, and uh, he gave me some advice that stayed with me till today, and it was the right advice. It helped me get to WFAN, it helped me get through what I was going through, and uh, I appreciate him joining us. You know, five hour show. I said I'm going to get some guests this week, and I felt like Eddie was the perfect guest coming off the heels of the NBA All Star, and obviously with Kevin Durant's departure from New York, leaving the Brooklyn Nets, going out to Arizona. And, uh, yeah, I appreciate Eddie.